this is Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I don't know why my music ain't playing. To your no. Annoying. Is the volume up? The volume's up. But of course, uh, it's just not working. Well, Maybe anyway. it's a box of tissues and you should yell at oh, it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's more like it. Now I'm feeling it. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl. I am Juno Tempest. With us in the studio is Juliet Jeske. Hey, what up? <laughs> Very glad to have you here. Possibly on her way to the studio. It's too much. Possibly on her way to the studio? Is Nellie. And uh, <laughs> just giving you a heads up. Well, she have to sit on one of our laps. Nellie is a little bit negative to begin with. She's oh. going to sit on my lap. We okay. ran out of chairs, listeners. Yeah. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> so yesterday I was working a party called Lust. Oh. The party went really, really well. Abby. And yes, Abby's oh. thing. And uh, I had gotten a, a brand new suit, really nice black suit. And I, I bought it at Bloomingdale's on Sunday. On uh, Monday I went to get the pants tailored. And, uh, and, I, and I got my shoes shined professionally by a cobbler. Ooh. So Friday what? I'm getting ready for the show. I want a peach cobbler right now. I know you do. Me too. So Friday, I put my shoes on, put my pants on, put my new white shirt on, my tie. I get the jacket out of the thing. The security tab's still on it. No. Yes. Uh, how? I don't know. Shouldn't a fucking alarm go off? Why'd you steal it? I didn't steal it. Stealer. That's what Abby said. Yeah. She's not wrong. Fortunately, it's black and it was dark in there. No one could see it. But it's, it's a like, black tag? Yeah. It's like a big circular black yeah. thing? Yep. Really? That's really? You didn't put anything on it? What? You didn't put something on it? I don't know, like a dildo or... I, I had no time. <laughs> like, I don't like, know, I'm literally putting on my jacket to leave. I was uh, managing, stage uh, managing. Oh, you should have hooked something on it. But I've so I had, to have, I had to have authority. <laughs> Catherine is so full of great ideas, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Juliet, I yes. was uh, re- reading your blog yes. uh, today. And uh, there's a lot of stuff I agree with. There is some things I disagree with. And I wanted to start with something I disagreed with. What? You, uh, there's a quote from your blog. We are fed the myth our entire lives that amazing sex can be had with total strangers with very little communication. The exact opposite is true. I'm talking more about consent when I made that. And I would emphatically defend that. I think if you don't have consent, because that's what the context of that quote was from. Uh, absolutely no great sex can happen. Consent I, is everything. I agree. So that's what I meant by that. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a blanketed statement? No. Because the, 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 the article is written after the Aziz Aznari scandal. Aziz, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I, what I meant by that was when people act like it's this magical thing where you just look at each other and you just, boom, start fucking, that doesn't really happen because there has to be some form of consent between the two partners even if it's nonverbal, there has to be some sort of form of consent because what you one partner thinks is beautiful magical spontaneous sexual experience the other partner might be like what the fuck is going on here yeah and kind of what happened with that aziz azari thing was just a lot of bad communication yes and that's what i meant by that quote because i i think that even if it's just a nod like literally between the two partners and let's say it's a sex party and you're at it, and you don't you don't speak a single fucking word. But one person's like, and you go, uh huh. 
boom, that's possible. Of course it is. But like without communication in the form form of consent, like that's just deadly. I mean, in the, in the muggle world. Yeah. I think just to be on the safe side, everyone should like by default ask consent. Yes. Huge. And if there's any sort of, um, if there's any sort of hesitation, just be like, Nope, this is not, this is not a, a thing that will happen. Um, like, I went to a sex party last night myself, and like <laughs> consent was a, a real big thing there. They had like a several page long like leaflet yes. about rules for the sex party. Um, but yeah, always it, it's just it's a best practice, really. Yes, because that's what I thought was so tragic about the Aziz Aznari um, situation. I can't say his. Aziz, Aziz, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like the the issue with that. I think he's super attractive. I would fuck him. When I read it was just because I read that piece over and over and over. And I know that like my friends are split kind of like halfway on that. Mm -hmm. And that half were like, oh my gosh, this poor girl. And the other half were like, wow, what a train wreck. Just you need to speak up for yourself. Like you need to communicate. You need to stand up for yourself. Um, This is just a really bad date. I thought one of the best lines in that uh, essay that you wrote was, uh, if this is the worst day in your life. <laughs> you had a very charmed life. Yes. Yes. So true, though. Right? It's so true, because that's how I feel about it. Because I, she was like, I I was of the camp, you can probably tell from my tone, that I I felt like it was just a bad, awkward date. Mm-hmm. Because there yeah. were so many opportunities for her to go, to just verbalize and say, I'm sorry, no, and just. Because once she gave him a really firm no, he stopped. That's right. And let her go. And it's like, I know that we want it to be magical all the time without saying, being awkward and saying like, hey, don't touch my vagina. Or, you know, I don't want to put your penis in my mouth or whatever. We don't want to have to say those things. We just want it to happen. But you kind of do need to say those things sometimes Mm -hmm. because we can't read each other's minds. And I just had a, I'll say this out loud because he's, there's no way in hell this man's listening, but I just had a, a sexual experience with a guy who thought it was okay to like kind of choke me and I'm not into the kind of choke me situation. So I was just like, it's choke me or don't, yeah, Well, just, <laughs> I mean, you can work your way up to that, but I think people can work their way up to something like that. But like, to me, like if it's a first encounter and it, we didn't even have sex, like don't, like that's to me that's you've pushed that too mm-hmm. far. Like to me, like if you want to work up to that down the road where I know you and trust you better, that's fine. And some people would be perfectly happy starting there, but you kind of have to check in with stuff yeah. because it's just you, can, you don't <laughs> know what somebody's that. traumas are. You don't know what their mm-hmm. their boundaries are, yeah. and it just is a bad idea. Yeah, and that kind of play you're go- you're going to want to have some. You're going to want to pre-negotiate. You're going to yes. want to talk about it. You're going to have uh, safe words, or in this case, when wind might be restricted, you're going to have some sort of like you're holding a set of keys. If you drop them, that means stop. Yeah, that kind of well, shit. Just something that needs to be because you don't want to. In that realm, though, the, like there's two different kinds of choking. There's <laughs> air choking and there's blood choking. Blood choking is perfectly fine. It like the worst. The worst that can happen is you get lightheaded and maybe pass out if the other person like if the person choking doesn't know what they're doing yeah but like like here (sighs) i can still breathe but like blood flow is being restricted so it's like the sensation of choking and that's like the only way i'll do it yeah it's just and and like the thing that was really 
driving me crazy about that article and the reaction to the article. And I think kind of a, a blinder about third wave feminism. And I will get in trouble. I don't care. I'm going to say this is I believe firmly that if we want to be strong, empowered women who are in control and agency of our sexuality and have multiple partners or have a different partner, uh, polyamorous or, or, or choose our own partners or have sex right away with people or, we want all of that. We want to be in control of our sexuality. We also have to own our sexuality. So we can't play uh, the damsel at the same time we're playing. I'm a strong, independent woman. Mm -hmm. And it is a fine line. And that Mm -hmm. uh, particular instance, I just saw a lot of confusion, no communication Mm -hmm. by both partners. Mm -hmm. It was just a, it was like a great example of like what not to do Mm -hmm. on a, on a first sexual encounter. Cause nobody was talking to each other. Nobody was checking in. She was expecting him to read nonverbal cues. He's a total stranger to her. He's not going to pick up on that. Did she know that he was famous? Oh yeah. I think she was, I think that had a lot to do with why it got so far. And I think there's something about young women, too, having once been a young woman. <laughs> Somebody was like kind of uh, it was very funny, the reaction to that article. because some, some men came at me very hard over it because I was very, like, very opinionated. Oh, mm-hmm. of course and they did. They're like young women, young women. I said, believe it or not, I was once a young woman, mm-hmm. <laughs> believe it or not. And I think young women especially feel the need to be the nice girl, not make waves, not rock the boat. They don't want to be awkward. They don't want to be. Um, and when you're with a celebrity, you just have like this completely overblown idea of what's going to mm-hmm. transpire. And I think she was thinking that when all of that happened and wasn't, you know, really checking in with her own self of like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And now as a mm-hmm. as a grown woman, as somebody who's much, much older than than that, that woman. I mean, I've had sexual encounters where I've had really bad dates where I just knew early in oh no hell no way in hell and i've had to stop it hard and just get up and leave and it's not easy and it is awkward and and men can get violent yeah like, you gotta worry like i uh i had a bit of a breakdown like last week actually um before coming into the studio because i was realizing like just how many rapey things have happened to me because yeah. i didn't feel like um uh like inviting violence on myself and those like i take full responsibility for those situations but it doesn't change the fact that like now i'm having to like process that trauma because like i have better things to do in my life than process trauma from years ago but apparently that's a thing that i have to do to become grown it's hard i mean we all i mean like i can vividly remember i got diagnosed with ptsd from an incident that happened when i was 19 Mm-hmm. And I was Sorry walking, it's, I mean, it's just, we're all a collection of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was walking outside of a club. It was a man that I knew. Um, he, I didn't know him that well. I knew him casually and he kind of scared me a little bit. And um, he was like a really good looking guy and he was an EMT. And I thought, oh, that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. didn't go to my college, but he worked at a town outside my first college, which is a tiny college in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. And, um, like I said, he kind of scared me at the time. He's a little freaky. Um, and he wasn't really interested in me. He was interested in my roommate. Oh. She was older and more sexually experienced. And, but she wasn't so sure about him. Anyway, I come out of the club. And this man grabs me and threw me up against a fucking wall. Brick wall. And I can still feel the back of my head hitting the wall like it was yesterday. I still remember what temperature it was out. I remember the sounds, the smells, the whole nine yards. 
and he just started to like rope me and his dick was out and I was completely terrified. This is in front of people. He just didn't care. He just didn't care. And I froze because I didn't know what to do. And then my friends sort of realized I wasn't with them. They laughed. They thought it was a joke. They didn't see his dick. They didn't realize how bad it had gotten. It was very short, but it was so mm-hmm. unexpected. Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, I was so young and so stupid and so naive. I didn't realize that you could just walk out of a building and someone could just throw you up against a fucking wall. So, as a result, the way that my PTSD has processed, like, the way I am triggered is when someone grabs me on the street, I lose my fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that incident. And I, I told myself after that incident, I'm never freezing up again. I'm never freezing up again. And so now I completely lose my shit and I'm out of control. And it's like, it took me probably 20 years to figure out uh, in therapy after my divorce, my therapist was like, oh, that's, you have PTSD. That's what that is. Because I said, I go to fight or flight. I go all the way to crazy. Like, mm-hmm. just touch. I'm, I'm yeah. the same way. Yeah. I'm the same way. I like, do not touch me. Do not touch me. Yeah. Like, ugh. It's like, so, it's so, it's so, it's just primal like when Mm -hmm. we're animals and when another animal you know touches us in an aggressive manner i just period yeah yeah at all yeah it doesn't have to be aggressive just don't fucking touch don't touch strangers don't don't touch me ask yeah like consent again all about consent Consent is key that's everything that's the uh the uh catchphrase for the lust party is consent is sexy Consent and there, is there sexy. are there are consent monitors. I'm one of the consent monitors as the state as well as stage manager. And they're given a, a little talking to at the door before they can get in. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh it's there's there's no actual penis in vagina or blowjob or anything like that that happens, but it's all very sensual. Mm-hmm. It's a really great concept that uh Abby has brought Abby's to fruition. Yes, she brilliant. is. I want to go so bad because yeah, consent makes you feel safe, mm-hmm. and that's once you're when you feel safe, you can do anything. Exactly. You know, there was a woman at uh, one of the parties that I was working at, and um, we were both waiting for the bathroom. It was kind of late, and she was next to me, and she goes, "Can I put my head on your shoulder?" And I said yes, and it was such a sweet moment. And I followed her home. Kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're like kidding. No, I mean, yeah, and it's like it's it's you know, you don't have to do like it doesn't have to be as awkward as and as clumsy as like I'm going to kiss you now. It doesn't have to be that, you know, Mm -hmm. but you know, because I understand how that would be like strange for some people, but you can tell a lot like this past again, I don't he's not listening. Um, there's no way in hell he's listening. Um, this person I just went out with he like started the intimacy with just touching my hand, mm-hmm. you know, and I could have very easily pulled it away. Mm-hmm. And that's so mm-hmm. simple and so small. And we were on a date and we were talking, you know, and so it was like, okay, because if he touched my hand and I didn't want him to touch my hand, pull it away. That's easy. He's not grabbing me. He's not, you know, like I've had dates where, um, uh, from guys I met online that I didn't know and I was not feeling it and I'm just trying to get out of the date. Right. And I've had them put their arm around my back and I'm like, I pull uh, away from no. them, you know, really aggressive shit instead of just like, I'm sitting across from you at a table and you just touch my hand. That's so, such a good way to start because mm-hmm. it's so minor and it's so easy to reject. So especially with a table. Yes. And the, yeah, there's a barrier, all of that, but it was a great, like he obviously wasn't an idiot. He knew how to start 
I think he probably gets laid all the time, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think I figured that Just out after the, the day. And I'm like, oh, I think he's kind of a whore, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't he's know. He's good at it. He's good at it. I will give him mm-hmm. that. And there was definitely, I never felt um, unsafe. I never felt like anything wasn't consensual. He, I just think he was, we were looking for two different things on that date. I think mm-hmm. he was looking for someone to choke. Yeah. <laughs> you were looking for someone to talk to. Well, he, he's not horrible. I just think, I don't think he really, I don't think he made his intentions clear. He was being very blurry, like a typical guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. There's Natalie. Okay. Uh, okay. Nellie, you can sit there next uh, to, uh, you can share a seat with, uh, with uh, Juno. I don't understand. Yes. You do not have a budget. Sit on my lap. Chairs. Sit on my lap, Nellie. Uh, we we just, we have as many chairs as we right have here. here. Mm. We should do a fundraiser for chairs. What's that? This feels aggressive. But only if you want to. I mean, okay. Consent is key. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. I mean, yeah, that's, that is important. So do you have any Thanksgiving plans, Nellie? No, I don't like Thanksgiving. I think it's a terrible holiday. I mean, like, think about it. It's just all about food and family and friends. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's become, but what's it really about? Okay, so you're talking about the whole genocide. Yeah, well, how did it start? Yeah, genocide. Yeah, I'm talking about genocide. All right, well, okay, you had to go there. Why why are we not talking about genocide? Because we're just talking about Thanksgiving. Thanks for genocide. What? Thanks for genocide. Nellie goes there. I mean, I didn't start it. You did. Christmas. Any Christmas plans? No. No, I don't. I don't like Hallmark holidays. <laughs> it's not a Hallmark holiday. That that would be like it's all Valentine's pagan anyway. Day. You know, it's what almost all the things about Christmas are pagan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they don't even know what they want. They just don't like Halloween, which I I don't I don't know. I don't like people ringing my bell. Your hair, looks very, your hair looks very nice today, by the way. I need to cut it. Jesus. <laughs> Got a lot of split ends. And me too, honey. <laughs> I think everyone here, except for, well, Faceboy. What's that? I think everyone here has a split end issue. I have a split end issue right now, but you you don't have to worry about I don't have end. to worry about no. that ever. Or shampoo. You must feel blessed. <laughs> I, I feel pretty good. How are you feeling today? I, feel, I, feel, I think I felt better. <laughs> I don't know. I know the feeling, Nelly. Yeah. Do you want to go get ramen after this? Yeah. I, uh, I can't really eat it. Why? I think I think it's secretly made with meat. Oh. Okay. Also, I I think like the gluten's probably bad for me. And the MSG. Yeah, and it's made in a factory. That's what makes it taste good. All right, Nelly. Well, we'll we'll get back to you in a, in a little bit. <laughs> uh, face girl. Uh, you had to deal with a detective this week. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah, do you want to talk about that? That's pretty big I don't even know stuff. if I'm allowed to talk about it. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so I let a lunatic stay in my home. Oh, no. And uh, He is not cute, by She the way. does that. I, I felt bad for him because I believed him, and that was you know, my fault. When you first told me about that, I'm like, why are you doing this? Because he said that his family disowned him because he was gay. And yeah, I'm like, no, that's, that's not okay. They, I know that now. They disowned now. him because he's crazy. No, I know that now. <laughs> I learned that. I learned that. But it took me longer. I, there's a learning curve. It took me longer than normal people to figure that out. So 
Um, I'm rolling my eyes right now because I've heard this story so much. <laughs> How much of it do you want? Just the detective or the, the crazy no, guy? Just the detective part. Okay. So uh, this lunatic, I believe, called or contacted or emailed an anonymous an anonymous tip line for child pornography. Oh, dear God. Yeah. yeah. Um, and said that they saw it on my I'm not going to say the brand or model, but specific brand model uh, computer that I have. So only a limited number of people even know what kind of new computer I have because I used to have a MacBook Pro. I don't know why. It's not a secret. It's a fucking Lenovo. I helped her buy this. It was so infuriating, this process. Me and Greg were both very upset about having to help you buy this stupid computer. Yeah. Now now I feel like a lot of people have that ammunition against me, but at the time... (laughs) Uh, he was one of the very few people who even knew that I had a, a Lenovo. I'm not going to say what, what type, but he was specific in the thing. Um, so that means like Juno, Greg, or an insane person that I kicked out of my house contacted uh, a detective or whatever, an anonymous tip line about child porn. They also included a photograph of me. Yeah. Shot by Adrian Buckmaster, and I highly recommend it as a photographer. <laughs> So, just in case your photo is sent to uh, an anonymous child pornography tip line, they will look at that photograph and be like, "This is not a child pornographer," uh, because I I don't know they um he knew when he called me that it was most likely bullshit, but he still needed to meet me. Wow, yeah, um, I had advised her initially just do not talk to a detective without any, without legal lawyer, counsel, yeah. even though you didn't do anything wrong. There wasn't a second that I thought you had done anything wrong. My concern was talking to a detective without an attorney. Well, and my sister is a criminal defense attorney, and she could tell you, and this is the truth, um, when it comes to that particular crime, the amount of women who commit it, it's infinitesimally small. Yeah. Um, it's a, anyone who tells you it's even or even close to even, it's like, mm-hmm. no. Uh, especially with the prepubescent, it's like, uh, usually when women are involved, there's a man that drug them into it. So it's like, oh. yeah, oh, really dark stuff. But Ugh. Jill says it's yeah. just like never women. It's yeah, like hardly yeah, ever. No. I mean, I see cases where it's like a mom in yeah. something. It's, there's usually a man involved, almost yeah. always. Yeah. Almost always. There and I, is. It's the boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, women do creepy, horrible shit too. But mm. that particular crime, not very mm-hmm. often. Yeah. So this this is what makes crazy extra crazy. What? The so, fact that he like did this and yeah, thought that's... that it was a thing. So, and, go ahead. So what were we going to say? What really pisses me off is that you had no means of retribution. Yeah, that he that, that he me. that he you know used the resources of the police department in a retaliatory yeah. way. That doing that should be illegal. Now I understand that they don't want to dissuade people from making anonymous tips, but in they a case where should dissuade this, yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Know, you know what the ret- retribution is in this instance? The fact that this person is leading a very like sad horrible life where like they have to do things like they have to resort to things like this to feel good about themselves or to feel vindicated and like i used to get really upset about people who wronged me but then i'm like you know what the best revenge is watching them yeah have a shitty life Mm -hmm. well and the other thing too is i would bet money because i had i will not discuss who but i had a similar situation where someone sent a police officer over a false claim with me. It was resolved in one phone call. 
mm-hmm. um, because it was complete. Like, what is this based on? I have no idea where this is coming from. But um, that person is not making their life better because the cops, they pay attention. So when this person made the complaint about you, their name's on a file somewhere. If they keep doing it, you well, know. Well, no, it's not because it was an anonymous tip. Oh, it was tip. an anonymous yes. tip? Yeah. No. Fucked up. Although sometimes, trust me, I've there's no discovered such thing as anonymous. even anonymous, they can figure out who did it. Oh, they can. They just won't. And you, oh. you told him. You told I did. the detective. No, I told him it who was, was this fucking guy. Yeah. And oh. I was like, so what are we going to do? And he's like, nothing. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you, really? there's not much they can do unless. No. Um, the way the law works, it's so weird because I've been through, again, I've been through this. Is it's like, um, if, uh, unless, where they get in trouble is if they're like, making evidence like inventing evidence like making well, up like he li- did make things up by saying it yeah. exists yeah but it's just like his opinion no it's like, not an opinion oh, yeah he made it up yeah like, there's nothing it's a new computer yeah no, but if so like there's planted, not even pictures if he'd, like, of myself planted, planted something okay that's then a little that different would, that would um i should probably look <laughs> i should just, make sure but just like using a computer an, just saying i think so and so did this is not really a crime because there's like how do you prove an opinion but mm-hmm. if it's like no they said oh. i i used her computer i thought there was child porn oh i waited God. for her to go to the bathroom i then investigated further and yeah. confirmed that there was child porn he made it up he lied he lied to cops straight up unfortunately you can do that which is gross because I've, I've been on that when my and they instance, can lie to you, yeah. And that's, oh, yeah, that's, they can legally lie to you. Cops yeah. can legally lie. That's, to you. Yeah. that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. What, what I was trying to impress upon Catherine is you. You don't know for sure that this is why they're questioning yeah. you. It could be about something entirely different, and then they fucking uh, then they they, they can slip you up house. and uh, and they can arrest you and put you to jail. My uh, yeah. for shit that you did not do. My sister, the attorney, pointed that out to me. Mm-hmm. She's like, there. She even cited the Supreme Court case. She said. They were they are allowed by law to lie to lie. They can lie yeah, to you during yeah. an interrogation, mm-hmm. and it's perfectly acceptable. And so I know in the instance where it happened to me, that I hadn't done anything. So I was like, well, if there's evidence in air quotes, um, it's fabricated or it's something that's being misunderstood because I would never do what they're accusing me of. And what they were accusing me of wasn't even considered a criminal thing anyway. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this is civil complaint, and I'm like. Okay, well, what do I do if I think this is completely fabricated? He said, well, you can go to the NYPD. He was not NYPD. And I said, well, I'd rather not because it's just yeah, a total, no. wait, they don't care. Like, this is stupid. I'm not going to waste anybody's time. This is dumb. And I just let it go because it was like, well, this is just weird. And I don't really give a shit about it because I hadn't done anything. And I'm like, I know I haven't done anything. So I know there's no evidence that can prove I did something I didn't do. Mm-hmm. And I felt very confident, but I did involve my sister, the attorney, <laughs> and I did use her as a reference and I was talking to her about the whole thing and she helped me out a lot. And I learned a lot about the law and I learned a lot about um, how to deal with a cop in the whole nine yards. And it, she, she was telling me, like, just say, as I'm terrible at this, though. I joked with her after I got off the phone with this officer. I said, you are the reason I'm the reason why people need attorneys because I don't stop talking. Mm-hmm. Although I didn't say anything that was like incriminating, yes. you know, I didn't say anything that was incriminating. Oh, well, I do this for a living sometimes when I have to do stand up. So um, rambling on is sort of what my thing. If you've ever been an MC, that's exactly what they need you to do. So yeah. anyway, vamp. you yeah. know, I vamp. But Hi, anyway, vamping. I learned the hard way, like um, just as little as possible, be pleasant as possible. And, you know, 
Don't don't tell him any extraneous information. Just yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, there was one thing that I think he was baiting me with because it's like, why are you fucking mentioning this? Um, he said, "Do you want to know the one thing they all have in common?" Oh, and I'm like, what? They all were molested. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Actually. That's not it. No, it's not true at all. That's no, not it. Not. Yeah, I was like, nope. I don't know why you're saying this. Nelly, thoughts, opinions. What about? Oh Jesus! The whole conversation we just I wasn't had. listening. Okay, right. uh, we're gonna get a song from Catherine. Did you prepare something? Oh my god! All right, uh, let, let's get one of these. Give me this one. Okay, and uh, then we got some announce some asking you for money stuff to do, and then we will get asking back to. Uh, do you want me to our ask guest. for the money while the thing is being set up? Yeah, oh, do absolutely. It. Good that idea. All right. Um, what, can you hand me the thing? This is on. It should be off while okay. I plug it in. Nice. So I read this this one. We are a 501c3 yes. not-for-profit. We can accept your donations and you can write it off. She reads copy really good. <laughs> really <laughs> do well. It, do it. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> this is what they call breaking, kids. Uh, every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. <laughs> Buy us another chair. Buy us another chair. <laughs> donate at radiofreebrooklyn.org/donate. Um, all contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. I mean, if you, you want someone to do your taxes, what? Oh, I mean, Nelly, if you're writing things off. Oh, fuck off, Nelly. God. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're are you like a Trump supporter or something over there, I don't support anything. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't Do you like being choked during sex, Nelly? I don't like sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe Catherine can come back and do her song. <laughs> she never went If you anywhere. want to uh, sponsor here. this show, here. if you want to sponsor this show in particular, which is, act- <laughs> which is also tax deductible, you can go to rfb.nyc slash s. That's rfb.nyc slash a-s-s. All right. <laughs> That's really impressive. I know. Thank you. I'm like blown away right now. <laughs> we we just I just kind of chimed in one day and uh, now it's and a it thing. Worked. We liked it. It's stuck. It's stuck. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just saw that your shirt says porn star on it. Yes, it does. I yeah. love it. I have made some pornography in my day. Wow. Me a too. Star. <laughs> I'm so boring. <laughs> I got to tell you have about you not the thing. Made any? No. Oh, make me over. I'm all I wanna be. Oh, I can study in demonology. Yeah, I'm so glad you can make it. Yeah, well now you really made it. Yeah, I'm so glad you can make it now. Oh, look at my face. My name is might have been My name is never was My name's forgotten Hey, I'm so glad you could make it Yeah, well now you really 
my drag a little bit because now I want to do that song but instead of like Hollywood just insert Brooklyn love it part of me was hoping that that would happen because I know that happened last week and I'm like I hope she likes this one too yeah (laughs) well Kurt Kurt had green hair at one point yeah. So you kind of did match. he? Yeah, he changed it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the the um my favorite was the purple and magenta. I did that. Yes. Once. You want to know some unpopular opinion? Oh no. Um, Are we Kurt- going to be friends after this? Courtney Love is your, your I, dream lover. No I'm kidding. No. <laughs> She'd probably be good in bed. She came to one I of my shows. She scared the shit out of me. But yes. What do you um, mean? Courtney Love came to one when? of my shows. She came to uh, sexually. She scared the shit out of me. Oh, <laughs> like, n- no. <laughs> I would. Courtney like, Love came to a show I produced, Face Boys Follies, nice at the Bowery Poetry Club. Oh, the old one when it was good. When it was good. When I'll say good. that on here. When it was good before it got all posh and. Bleh. Sorry, I, didn't I know don't. It still exists. I liked it I when it was creepy this. and horrible. I loved it. it when the exists. air conditioner would drip, drip on your fucking head in the dressing room. <laughs> yes. and it went all posh. It went all posh. Like so. everything in New York. And we pissed in trash cans like women. Like yes. women, <laughs> Like women. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. I just... It's okay. She enjoyed the show. But uh, we didn't have co- They didn't serve coffee, so she left. She wanted some coffee. So Ooh, why didn't you offer her long. cocaine, you monsters? You know, I, what if, the fuck? I never, I if I, I never had cocaine, her. I would totally offer it to her. You don't know. I never. I you didn't see her. I did not. Because isn't she sober now? Who's sort of. sober? Um, can I just According say? <laughs> can I? This is just me being stupid because we have one, two, three, four people in a room. Who Five. Here, Five. I mean, oh, Nelly. Um, of course. Sorry, Nelly. I Sorry, Nelly. Rarely get Nelly. I know because you, your, I kind of your aura in. is a little 
Anyway, what? who what here? Does that mean? Who here has gone on a date with Moby Richardson? If it's half of us, who's <laughs> gone on a date with who? Nelly. No, I'm kidding. And Moby. That's I a have. joke. Because with Moby, yeah, because he loved like Lower East Side. Oh well, he's been to my house. And, yeah, in no, my, apartment I, my several dates. Times. My dates were chased because he was he was celibate at the time. So, oh, um, that's no, I don't do that. They were chase dates, but. It's a kind of a joke because I've met we've, so many other people who went on dates with Moby that I was like, I bet I, he I would did. love to suck a tranny dick. Oh, I'm sure he does. I bet he. I don't would. doubt that for a moment. Ooh. I I think Moby he's he's made statements about his sexuality where he basically said, "I'm New York." When somebody said, "Are you gay or bi?" He's like, "I'm New York." Nice. Yeah, Which is like it's a very New oh York God. thing to sleep with trans women. I don't. I finally he's... found my identity. Speaking <laughs> of, um, I'm feral. I was my... feral. Who wants Beyonce. to know my unpopular opinion? All right, let's yes. hear it. On Kurt Cobain. Do oh, it. no. Oh, my God. I need to brace myself. This I've is told you hurt. this before. Oh, do it. Do right. it. Kurt Cobain was a trans woman. Oh, that's not... Okay, we're still friends. Kurt I'm Cobain was that. a trans woman. <laughs> he like, was a feminist, for He sure. didn't know if he was gay or straight or what he was. Um, and he would, like, experiment with, like, cross-dressing and shit. And, like, that's a very trans thing to do. And also a very trans thing to do is kill yourself. Uh, um, so. Yeah, well, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Himself. I don't know. I just think the whole thing is really, really sad. Yes. It is. He was it a is. beautiful spirit. And, and that's why it's agreed. an unpopular opinion. But well, trans women are I mean, some I don't, of the most beautiful people. No, I, know. I just don't know enough about him to make a call on that. So I, I would have, I just don't know what to say about it. But I think it's a. I don't think I wouldn't see it as unpopular opinion. It's yeah. a conjecture. I don't know based enough about on my it. own transsexual. Experience. No, I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> I just I don't I wouldn't consider myself a Kurt Cobain expert. So I wouldn't um, either. I wouldn't know what to say on that. I mean, I think it's a lovely opinion. I don't think it's unpopular. I just I just don't know. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> I've been yelled down. Oh, I would never. Before. Ooh, no, got a I would problem never. with this. Straight people. Oh, what? No. Yeah. Why? Because they're like, how dare you? What the how fuck? How dare you Why? ruin Nirvana for me? Are you it's kidding? Just, it's a theory. You it's know? a What's fine the, theory. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's a conjecture. I think he was horribly manipulated by Courtney Love. And I think it was, he's like a, I think, I look at the, what I know of him, I see a sweet spirit who probably couldn't handle fame and fame is so horrible. And then he had like an operator. I, I'm sorry, Courtney Love fans, but he had kind of an operator as a wife, it seemed like. She was just like a climber. She just didn't care. And I don't think, I, I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories. I get them. I've seen them. <laughs> I have seen those. And I, I don't know what to think on any of that. But I just think that he, my theory on him is that he wanted to be famous, but he was a very fragile person due to mental health issues and I think a very sensitive soul. And I think the fame just tore him up. I just I, I'm so bad I, for him. I'm not sure about that. Okay. I, I don't know much about Nirvana or, or Kurt Cobain, but what I think, and when I listen to his music, um, what, what I think is that he wanted his music to be famous, but not him. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Do you know I what could, I mean? No, I can see and that. unfortunately, so I in, the time, really really work that way. in the time of MTV, that was just not a thing that you could do. Yeah, no. I think that I think fame is incredibly toxic to mm-hmm. some to a lot of people mm-hmm. because it you just can't escape it, and everyone's like picking you apart all the time. And I just don't think it's yeah. healthy. I'm I, fine with being like like well known on a mediocre level <laughs> in Brooklyn. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure that I would, I'm not sure that I would want anything else. Although if I could get on SNL with Pete Davidson, (laughs) (laughs) 
You are listening to Art Star Scene Radio <laughs> And on if you, Radio Pete Davidson, Brooklyn. are listening to Art Star Scene Radio, please contact us. We please have, contact I'm me gonna get on hate social media at fans. Juno Tempest. We have uh, <laughs> Juliette Jeske as a guest. She and yes. I have worked together uh, yes. in so many different shows for yes. many, many years. Yes. And I have tremendous respect for her. And thank I want to say thank boy. you so much for being here. And I have another question for you. Okay. And it has to do with, so you blog about dating. You yeah, will, not so much anymore, but yeah. You will write the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. You will expose shit. Yeah. How does that affect people who date you? I think it scares people a lot. And um, uh, I, if I were to go back in time, I wouldn't put my real name on it. Um, but it's too late. You can't un- put the genie back in the bottle. So I just sort of roll with it. And if you notice in my blog, other than my ex-husband, there's never a name. I don't describe people. I don't say, oh, I was out with this tall gentleman who was blah, blah, blah. I purposely leave things very vague. I have changed genders on there before. I have changed. Um, I There are stories that I've told on my blog where I've changed so many personal information details as to hide the identity of who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's so funny that people have accused me of writing about them all the time. People I haven't dated, just people I know. They wish. Yeah. And they're like, Juliet, <laughs> this blog article is about my boyfriend, isn't it? And I'm like, no, actually, it's not. And it's weird that you think that. But I've had numerous <laughs> occasions where people have. I want to know what article that is. So oh, there, was a, right? there was one about there was one article I wrote years ago about basically a bad boy who finally like a, a, a player who finally wanted to, to see the light and not be a player anymore. Um which I'm like, if you're a player, if you're an honest player, I don't really care. But when they're not honest, you know, mm-hmm. and Never so are. I wrote an article about a guy who was trying to get off of that train, trying to get off of that lifestyle and I don't strug- it. struggling with it. And <laughs> so um, that was the lie. <laughs> somebody thought it was I was writing about her boyfriend. I said, no, hun, I'm not. It's actually a completely different person. Somebody who doesn't even live in New York. But it's funny that you, you know, people like project. Mm-hmm. So they see themselves in that anyway. <clears throat> and like I like just had a kind of a kind of a, I thought it was kind of a sad experience with a, a date. Um, and again, he's, I do not think he's listening, but it was the kind of thing where, um, you know, I wasn't really, I thought it was going to go one way and I think he was planning on something very different and I don't know. I can't read his mind. Um, but it, it was, I was not, it was very saddened by the whole situation. And if I write about it, there's no way in hell it would include any information about him and it wouldn't be specific. It would be about um, kind of that thing that happens to both men and women, you know, cause I write about straight dating cause I'm a straight person and I'm boring, but um, you're not I mean, boring. You said it. I'm just, I am, but it's like, but I, I write about my own experience. So like, and I say that like, people come at me all the time over all this very stuff. And I go, what? Like men will sometimes say, well, you're writing about the blah, 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 blah as a woman. I go, well, I'd love to write about men, but I'm not a man. So I'm writing about my own experience. Mm-hmm. And if you want to write your own blog, go for it. I, uh, good luck to you. But men like, don't need more yeah. voice, especially <laughs> white men. Well, straight white men, especially. But I, mm-hmm. yeah. Julia texted me, uh, <laughs> reminding me to vote. Yes. And, uh, I sent that to a course, bunch of people. I, I'm yeah. wondering how many people you sent that to because about I'm like 40. one of the most civic minded people. No, I just sent that because yeah. I was really excited. I was sending it like going down the list. Of oh, my, really? Okay. Yeah, I was sending it to like everybody. Okay. I sent the vote emoji to like or whatever that was like a little gif or it was a little picture. It said vote. It was a blue wave. I sent that to like 40 people. I literally went through my I, just because I was so, super excited. Mm-hmm. I just thought it would motivate everybody. And I knew everybody was probably going to vote anyway, but it's just like, you know, 
It was the most crowded I've ever seen it. Yeah, it was in packed, my at mine. Station. packed at mine. Uh, fortunately, as I mentioned, I went Not with mine. my mother who's... Nellie, why? What? Mine was empty. What? I still what, to what is your polling station? Brooklyn. There's like a million in Brooklyn, but whatever. Yeah. Not far from here. I still had to wait, though. Why? I don't know. People just couldn't get it together. So, uh, <laughs> since we've been talking about dating and stuff, uh, have you been on any dates recently? I try not to. You try not to. I don't blame you for that. Yeah. I honestly don't. Why, why would anybody <laughs> do that to themselves? <laughs> or others? Yeah. Do you I consider know. your... Do you... Sorry to be personal, but do you masturbate? That means yes. <laughs> Seriously. We found something Nelly does that's not negative. Wow. Mm, she probably feels don't. guilty about it. No, I don't. Time. I don't even address the issue. Uh, like, no, I don't feel guilty because I don't do that's it. That's just how negative she is about it because she doesn't even think about how think she about feels. what? No, I don't do it. I don't oh, need to do oh, it. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever. All right, Nelly. I wouldn't even know how. Bye, Nelly. Okay, Nelly, fine. I wouldn't. I okay. wouldn't even know how. What? I wouldn't even know how. There. Are... <sighs> it's not really that hard. It's, yeah. Like, what do you just wipe it really hard? Like, <laughs> like going to the bathroom. Wipe it really hard. Just watch yeah. a bunch of John Hamm videos. That's what I do. Oh my like god! Mad yes. Motherfucking. I don't Hamm. like Mad Men. <sighs> John Hamm when he dressed up like Han Solo. I'm dead. Okay. I just, just need that one picture of the, like while well, the weird series teeth. of pictures of the bulge. Because you'll never unsee. I, I love. It's I love the dick print. Huge fucking cock, and it's like it oh would sca- actually scare me. Wait, if it what? Was, like erect. Hold up, John Hamm from Mad Men. It's a huge penis. Yeah, he Time does. The fuck There's out. a Tumblr dedicated no, to it. She's a size. Okay. Queen. Also, okay. So, John Hamm. Have you ever? Are you kidding? We just huge. lost Catherine for the next five minutes at least. <laughs> okay. Be on the internet. Baseboy. Yes. Um, are you aware of the phenomenon of dick print? No. Oh, dear God. What? No. Is this just a big dick dude thing? Like, big dick dudes just don't know about dick print? Is that where, like, a dick is permanently imprinted on your brain and you can't unsee it? Because I have dick print for my ex. I mean, that's part of it. But dick print is, like... When dudes walk around in like boxers or tight fitting things, and then you can see, like, you can like see if they're cut or uncut. John Hamm again. I call that. Yeah, I call that. I call that basket browsing. Yeah, basket browsing. Mm -hmm. So you are aware of it. Yeah, I just call it basket browsing. My thing though with the penis is it really depends on the dude, and it depends on like. Oh, I don't. There's men who have huge ones that don't know what the hell they're doing, and then there's men that have more normal sized who are like quite skilled and it's just such a free-for-all that to me it doesn't really matter See, i don't care i I'm, have a I'm tiny a... penis and i don't know what to do with it <laughs> uh-huh there you go but you know See, i can't get away with that anymore i'm no. sure that there's other things that... no the, the I... cock's out of the bag yeah the cock... oh, dear God. speaking of i have a whole bag of like polyester batting that i got from <laughs> My former roommate, I'm going to like make oh, a bunch wow. of like stuffed dicks. He's finally seeing the John Hamm. Yeah. He's a beautiful man. And, okay, I love John Hamm for so what many reasons. What a fucking cock print. And, any job right, let me John Hamm. Yeah, I know, no, right? I'm not done. It's, I know, right? Jesus I love John Hamm because he is oh from Show Nelly. Maybe then she'll okay. want to masturbate. I'm going to Look the at list. this. It's just a fucking oh, yeah, nice. dick in all his pants yeah, and it's ridiculous. Left. 
And he's like annoyed that people do like post it. But I'm like, dude, then wear underwear. Oh, okay, yeah. where's my John Hamm thing? John Hamm is age appropriate. John Hamm is a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Same here. John Hamm oh, is it looks small on this absolutely gorgeous. John Hamm is um, the pants. funny as fuck. John Hamm. How important is age appropriate to you? Huge. And I never get it ever. Speaking what of. What do you never. mean age appropriate? I'm older than I appear. Like and young guys come after you? Yeah. And it's annoying because this a straight woman dynamic with young men is just, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different because it's, it's like what it is is. Um, they want a mommy. Mommy issues and sexually mature, emotionally mature, very fragile. I just don't like dealing. I like dealing with men. So like 30s yeah. and up. And but unfortunately, I, I attract super, super young ones, and I don't want to have anything to do with them. Oh, my God. Um, Send them my way. I will. I, hey, I would. Issues. I don't give a shit. I don't give a I shit. I have major issues. I will break their little hearts. Yeah, and but other people, I don't care. Better. It's just for me, my personal preference is I like about 10 years below or above, and I never get it. I always get um, much, much younger or much much older or married is a big oh my god married or yeah. living with a woman i get a lot of guys who are married or living with a woman and i won't have anything to do with them i sometimes i just feel sorry I mean, for i them do because they don't really they do much me. well, um, well yeah, hey you know but i just personally don't want to have anything but Everybody's i just don't enter i don't entertain the idea of them like leaving their wives for me i'm yeah, like no you're no, not a transaction is different uh-uh. a, a transaction is different like it's, don't even try it don't even try it like yes i fucked you in your wife's bed uh while she was away overseas with your kids uh, visiting her family, but um, no, um, I'm not going to do this more than once. Yeah, you're and, crazy. And it's different. I think it's different if it's <laughs> if it's transactional. Like, what? seriously, what? I think it's different if it's what transactional. I'm sorry, it's just fucking awesome. If somebody's like, it's literally happened. But I know. It's different I know. I think if somebody's like, here's just, your honesty is awesome. I think it's different <laughs> if somebody's like, here's X amount of dollars to do this mm-hmm. is very different to me than like. I'm in love with you. Well, he you just know? doesn't want to pay Very me different. anymore. Like, I know well, that I know yeah, what's up. Like, yeah, that's different. I don't like you didn't want to pay me in the first place after I came over because you were like, well, you know, like, do we have to make this transactional? Yes, we do, sir. Or you can go. I home. left my yeah. house for this. Otherwise, I I'm leaving. I left my girlfriend's apartment for this. It was like that woman, the one woman who had the affair with Trump. And she, I thought she was such Which a Stormy Daniels. The first, the other one. The one with the, uh, who act the actual Marla affair. Marla Maples. Yes, Marla Maples. No, the other one, the brunette. Jesus, there's so many. This was this the Playboy. Our, this is our president. This was the Playboy yeah. model. No, not my president. The Playboy no, model no. had had like a, a months long affair. I think it lasted for like a year. And in an interview, and I got so mad. But this is just the way I view feminism. She said, she said, oh, and then after the first date, he tried to pay me. And I cried. Because I said, I'm not one of those, I'm not that kind of girl. And I thought, no, actually, you're worse because you're trying to have an affair with a married man. A prostitute's just doing a job. Like, Mm -hmm. weirdly, I view that very differently. Me too. You know, it's like a prostitute's just doing her freaking job. She'll fuck anybody as long as she's like, okay, you seem, you're not going to kill me. I'm okay with this. Boom. Uh, Because that's transactional. But when you're like, I'm in love with you. And that's somebody's husband. I don't know. It's like, I have a, like, don't insult prostitutes, dear. That was my thing on it. We have eight minutes go. left. Uh, things to promote. Done, son. Also, don't listen to Dave and Giggles and uh, Lost <laughs> and Rewound. You're in a fight with Dave and Giggles. Yeah. Fuck Dave <laughs> awesome. and Giggles. Don't listen to them. Any live shows coming up? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so on December 4th, you can find me at 
Metropolitan Bar for a genre reassignment. Brooklyn's only trans open mic. Every first Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. Brooklyn Queer Time. Um, And then the... uh, I don't have anyone booked yet. I'll I'll book someone. Uh, (laughs) And then uh, the next day on uh, December 5th at No Pressure... uh, I have... I can I can promote. I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. At Bazaar Bushwick, uh, I have a show called No Pressure, a new show for new drag, um, starring me and Mister as hosts. Uh, me, Juno Tempest, um, and yeah, that's just it's good old fashioned drag. Like I usually get naked, so if you want to see a tranny naked on stage doing some fucked up drag, like come on through, like pay the door and like tip us. But if your bartender is named Isana Edwards, don't because he's a fucking ass. <laughs> if that, names if here. that motherfucker is not fired, Naming no. He, he was. He I love it. Literally <laughs> told me that like he was threatening for a good half hour while I was at a show, like supporting my friends. One, he wouldn't serve me, which fine. If you want to be a dick, don't serve me. But two, like. Threatening to call the cops on a trans woman for being in a bar where she hosts a fucking drag show? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? His name is Isana Edwards. (laughs) E-Z-A-N-A. Edwards. Go find him on social media. Fuck his shit up. He's actually got a picture of Courtney Love as his profile picture. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, there you go. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I want if you're if you guys are looking for people to hate, please hate Daniel Lawson. I'm not gonna say anybody's name other than <laughs> right? Donald J. Trump, that motherfucker. Like, fuck it. Oh, and it's the only by person the way, I would say, and the whole fucking Trump family and his stupid wife and all. Of, oh God, the only ones I feel sorry for are Baron and Tiffany because they haven't done anything. When the te- when the Poor detective Baron. called and said like someone said they found something on your laptop, I'm like, oh my god. This is it. They think I'm going to assassinate the president. Like, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. I was like, something I said about the president. They don't have the resources to There's too many people. I would say (laughs) that. the amount of people who hate the president. I can't plug anything right now, but I would just say go to my Twitter and and see me yell at the president because I get into it with, I yell at him almost daily. And it's just my name. It's just Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T, Jeske, J-E-S-K-E. That's it. That's my big. Just... Juliet. And you can also go to JulietJeske.com to and read Juliet I just, it's not blog. the same website, and but yeah. The writing is, uh, you're, you're an excellent writer. Thank you so much. Absolutely excellent writer. Thank you so much. It was a, a pleasure to, um, you know, I, I like to read about, even though I've known you for years yeah, and yeah, years yeah. and years. Um, I like to read about my guests before they come on the show so I can do my best to present them in the best possible light. I Thank hope you. that I've done that. Thank you. Um, so, uh, I'm going to get Courtney Love fans mad at me, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Me too. <laughs> it's all good. Whatever. And you have a fake Twitter. I do have a fake Twitter. I have no time to talk about it, but I have a fake alt-right Twitter and that, that is a, it's a, I can't say the name of it because I can't give away the... Yeah, uh, you don't want to link yourself No, your real but I will say it. It, it is a, a very, it's kind of a spoof on the alt-right and that persona who's changed genders, it's trans sort it's of. Pepe sort of. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm oh kidding. My it's just because I made it a woman, now it's a man. Um, <laughs> he, um, that person constantly checks out uh, follows all the big names in the alt-right and it's just fascinating to click between my two profiles, which I do all the time 
to see like a totally different reality. <laughs> it's there, like, oh there my are God. trans. There are trans. Yeah, there are I've, Trump supporters there out are. there. What? Blair, well, Blair I mean, White. If Blair White. Listening. I know Blair Fuck White. You, you stupid cunt. I know Blair White. Still though, because I mean, there, wow. you can find yeah. a turncoat. It's so sad. You can find a woman, a black person, a trans person, a gay person who is willing to sell out, or they really have so much self hatred or so much self loathing that they go on the dark side and they'll trash other trans people they'll trash other women they'll trash black people it's so scary and there's no uh, there's not a lot of them but bo- and i know i know blair white i know her work and she's uh just i, just, I wouldn't call it work yeah she's a, <laughs> um, not a nice human being and no. she's not good for trans women no trans- she's terrible there's, and there's, she's terrible there's i want to bust her fucking new face i have no yeah. idea who this is but she's uh, a she's like a very i would say self-loathing because you know and what she, she couldn't it. come back at me she would be like what you brick blah, blah, blah. like yeah. all she would be spewing is like you're ugly you're ugly all yeah. right what are we in like elementary school yeah. like i know fan. i'm not ugly like i'm not a fan of blair white no Mm-mm-mm. and her boyfriend her boyfriend honey you're a faggot you're a faggot bye you're canceled Blair I'm not White's going to say that word, but you can. <laughs> you can. I am I would a, never I'm a trans word, woman of faggot No, you're allowed. You're allowed. You're I know. Allowed. I know. I don't need permission. It's like when I say the see you next Tuesday word, and I'm like, hey, I'm a woman. I can cunt. say it. Cunt. cunt. There you go. It's cunt. We I said cunt the last time I was on this show. I used Not this show, but the last time I was on Radio oh Free Brooklyn. God. I was like, cunt. I, I <laughs> used that. The Mock You, Killy Show. Cool. Yeah, the music one. Nelly, what's coming up for you? Not much. <laughs> I mean, hopefully no more snow, I'll tell you that. Can what? We, can we catch you on the couch eating popcorn? I don't, I don't eat on the couch. It would make the couch messy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we have you on the show. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry to say I that. I don't but... even know why I RSVP to come. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Nelly. Poor Nelly. I met a really attractive guy. Okay, that's good. And then I crushed his whole identity. Yeah. She told him there was meat in in the broth at the ramen place that he loves. He was trying to make me feel better, and I crushed him. You could have been sucking a dick, Nelly. That's gross. (laughs) <laughs> man that's a party right there that's a good thing to choke I love on. sucking dick sucking dick is a party and I know my parents aren't listening to this so I feel very confident <laughs> saying that I don't even like lollipops they're bad for it your it is teeth. like a spaceship to the moon I'm telling you here's the stuff that we didn't big get fan. to I'm a big fan shit that's in weird news <laughs> uh, there are something called biohackers people who have implants and shit for better sex what? there's something called the Cleopatra which is supposed to be a great sex position for women Oh. Teens continue to have less sex. Poor Good. things. Well, and they're calling it a sex recession. There's something called... <laughs> Do they live in New York? Yes. That would explain it. Mm. There's something called blackfishing, which a woman sexual. called Emma Hallberg is uh, accused one of. of. Yeah, yes. one of many. Oh, yeah. No, it's... Yeah. A man in Japan married a hologram. All that. A man in Japan married a hologram. 